0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Daily Do-Rag. We are finally back after a brief hiatus because, you know, I had to move and everything. There's been a lot going on here lately, but we back and we got my nigga Will. (laughs) <laughs> you know, who y'all done already been introduced to before in prior episodes. So he don't need to introduce himself again. So we're just going to get this episode started. Okay. So today, in light of recent activities, we're going to talk about a multitude of things for real. But the main thing we're going to talk about is... I watched the show, um, Them, if you haven't seen it. It is by, I think, okay, forgive me if I mispronounce her name. It's by Lene Waite. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I thought it was by Jordan Peele. I don't know where I got that from, but clearly I was wrong. But maybe it's because her style of Black horror is very similar to, um, Jordan Peele. Uh, Lena Waite. Lena Waite. okay. Um... The, move, the show is very similar to um, Get Out, if y'all have seen that. So, okay. So, I watched the entirety of it. And, you know, I've read articles about it and all that. I thought them was really good. I thought there was a whole lot of symbolism in it. Um... And I, I just thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was captivating. I thought it did its job. I mean, it is. It's it's a horror film. Yes, I understand that it can be categorized under black trauma porn. Um, because that's a lot of what I saw the criticism, you know, on Twitter. But I mean, I thought it. I thought it did its job. You know, it's a black horror film. Yes, it has to do with the interaction with. White people, and I understand that, but I thought it was good. Um, so, what I got from the show, though, from the, um, what I got from not, nah, I guess, I, I guess I'll call it a show because it was multiple episodes. What I got from it was that basically. Um, Black people will go crazy, pretty much, trying to um, assimilate into white culture. Cause that's basically what happened. Is you had this family that moved from North Carolina, and excuse me, y'all, my dog is in the background playing with his toy and acting a clown. And so you had this family who came from North Carolina, came to white all white Compton and basically like lost their minds, pretty much. And so that's the message that I got from it, that you're going to lose your mind as a black person trying to assimilate into white culture, because you will never be white, no matter how much money you make, no matter the house you buy. I mean, Oprah had to learn that the hard way. I mean, okay, if you don't, if you didn't know about the Oprah story, I'll enlighten you real quick. Oprah is a built probably past a billionaire. And she went to this store, and I think it was in France, I could be wrong. But basically, they closed their doors. And she, I think they were getting ready to close, or they were closed, and she assumed, I'm Oprah. You ain't gonna open your doors for me, how dare you? And they said they didn't care who she was. And they sure did not open them doors. (laughs) And so, you know, um, the show today is basically all about being a black person um, in a white society, you know?
1: Um, So Will, do you have any comments on me? I ain't seen the show yet. He did just convince me to watch it but I'll start it probably tonight but I haven't seen it. Um as far as the black trauma porn part um I seen on Twitter a lot of people was talking about how they they didn't like the fact that now these days when there are black movies or black series they're always um the, the plot, or the basis, or the takeaway from the from the movie or series is always um, how we interact with white people, or the 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 um issues that we have with them or that they have with us how we deal with it i've seen a lot of people talk about that they miss um black love right. movies um black family movies like nowadays it's just a lot of black movies are just focused on the trauma that we go through in a white society i seen um a lot of people didn't like that yeah um and I, I get it. I agree. Um, it gets draining when you, especially when you are black, it gets draining when you go through, you already know firsthand what it's like being black. You go through it every day with the police brutality and your interactions with white people. You don't need to see it a thousand times yeah. in different forms uh, in movies and shows and shit like that. So yeah. I understand what they saying. Um... As far as that goes, I think the whole point of the black trauma, black trauma being told on the main screen isn't for our sake. I think it's for other people's sake to so that they get a better view of it. Not that they don't already, because it's caught on camera every day. But I mean, I guess it's just another way to show them. But this is my question of that though, because I had this conversation
0: with my friend would we buy you know that cause like okay for example and now this is the disclaimer I will give about that it was boring as hell and I (laughs) them was no no not them okay so like you just said I, I also read a lot of tweets where people were like they missed like you know, like 90s black movies and like 2000s, like early 2000s black movies where it didn't have to do with interactions with white people. Now, I will agree with that. I do miss that, you know, because I mean, we as black people, sometimes we live our daily lives not encountering, you know, white people, unless we like go to work or something, something like that, but at home with our families, with our friends, whatever. But what I'm saying is like, Would people buy that, you know, if we went that route? Uh, Because like, for example, Issa Rae, what I was saying was boring. (laughs) Easter uh, Ray put out that love movie. The I, photograph. I think it was that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I started it, I and mean, it was boring yeah, right. as hell. I was no intrigued. Was like it. I, was, I was like, <laughs> Lord was, have mercy, Damn, Jesse. <laughs> I
1: thought it was all right. I was like, good. <laughs> I, I ain't finished it. I,
0: I don't got that. <laughs> I couldn't finish the shit either. Damn! No. I was like, now Easter, <laughs> come on. Come the oh, fuck! Uh, I would have rather watched Tyler Perry with his badass wigs before I watched that. <laughs> I said, "Damn, <laughs> it was it was boring. I, mean, I could have taken a nap, and I did. Actually,
1: <laughs> I I like the photograph. I think." um... Movies like I think they'll buy people, I think we'll buy into it as long as it's good and as long as it can like a lot of people like. Like, okay, you just said the photograph was a boring movie. Um, Jason's lyric, to me, I didn't like that movie when I first seen it. And I was in I probably saw that when I was in like fifth or sixth grade, for real for real. And I understand yeah. that, I mean like And I was young at the time I was young, so obviously I'm not intrigued by what that movie was about. Yeah. And as I got older, I got to high school, I was like, okay, it's decent. Now it's one of my all time favorite movies. So it took a while. I, I think. think lyric kind of boring too. You did. <laughs> okay, how do you you feel know about Love Jones?
0: Oh, now I love Love Jones. Okay. Now That's I know E Man tried ever. to fight me on Twitter about
1: Love Jones. Listen. But I do love Love Jones. We can't, listen, we can't be responsible for what comes out of E Man's. That's true. That is true. Because he had terrible Bad taste. Let me has just a say lot that real shit. Up.
0: But what I will say, okay, now, this is what I will say. Is Love Jones. I, now. Once again, I love Love Jones. I love that movie. Probably because of my love for Neil Mom, but that's a different conversation. Is Love Jones an amazing movie? It sure is. But could some people categorize it as boring? I could see that. But yet the same people that categorize it as boring just idolize love and basketball. But that's a whole different conversation. (laughs) Because do I like y'all movies? I sure do not. But... (laughs) We still with that being said we have you know those ranges of movies you know what I'm saying like yeah we have Love Basketball we have Love Jones we have Jason's Lyrics we have Baby Boy we have Holiday Heart you know what I'm saying and those movies have just I think in every last single one of them except for maybe Love and Basketball they have zero interaction with white people. So like I do understand like that sense in me to where it's like we had all of these movies and all of these shows like Living Single yeah. and A Different World and In Living Color that didn't have a damn thing to do with the interaction with white folks, just the interaction with us. And they were entertaining, they were funny, they were, you know.
1: Yeah, I think and also i think maybe uh, i want to say maybe it's the time mm. that we're in cuz i mean police brutality and mm. racism has been along has been around for for decades it's not nothing new right. but i think now it's more it's more so at a forefront for for the world to see that maybe, maybe directors and and producers and actors—they just, I guess they just—I would just say they're going along with the times. They they changing mm-hmm. with the times. Mm-hmm. You don't see black love being put on a on a pedestal and in in like the world as as far as the world goes i guess but maybe in our culture and in our households we we idolize people like barack and michelle or j and b or whoever it may be as black love and and whatever the case may be but as far as the world goes and what the world sees it's It's what we go through as our pain. That's that's Mm -hmm. what they're seeing. So I guess maybe that's what they're trying to showcase or go along with as far as putting it out there. Do you feel like that's damaging us,
0: like, as a people, though? In what way? Like, do you feel like... Because I, I had this conversation today and I had this conversation on Friday, okay? So, part... Me and my mom had this conversation on Friday and then I had this other conversation with a friend today. Part of the reason that Derek, whatever the hell, his Show last me, name, me. Derek, the Bitch. Klan's member, that's what I'm going to call him. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, hell. Part of the reason, you know. to spray, OK, because that's what he is to me. Part of the reason that he got convicted is because of the video and because of the time per se that the video came out, right? Because the video came out in the midst of COVID where most people were out of work. They really didn't have much to do. We were at home. We couldn't see many people, you know what I mean? So we had no other choice but to focus on what was going on, like, say, social media, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. So we had no other choice but to focus on this video. And then, obviously, news outlets, outlets were playing it nonstop because they also knew we had no other choice but to be at home, you know? And so, but I had this conversation. is Is the constant... The constant videos and pictures and things of us dying at the hands of police, is that helping us or is that desensitizing us? In the case of George Floyd, it helped because people watched that 9 minute and 20-some-odd second video and saw the arrogance in that fool's face. So they, you know, that helped his case. But is... Are we becoming desensitized to this? You know, not only are we getting it from social media, but now we're getting it from movies too and shows too. Like, are is that helping our case, or are we just, you know, it's it's like another day of breaches.
1: Um, I feel like it a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of both. For me. For me personally, I don't have to see a video of George Floyd uh, getting a knee to the neck and dying to know that that's my reality. I don't have to see uh, or hear about Breonna Taylor to know that's my reality. that, That... like that's that's normal that as sad as it may be that is a norm for me like i know that that can happen when i walk out the door or that it can happen when you or anybody else i know walks out the door that is of my color i think that it helps like i said i don't think that it's for us that it's Mm -hmm. been played and it's been being broadcasted around the world because we know you're not telling like them doing that isn't doing anything for us you're not that's like preaching to the choir we already know what it is we try this is for y'all y'all need to look at this y'all need to understand what's going on in the way we being treated I think that um I do feel like it plays a certain part in our trauma and um us accepting it more and becoming more numb to it when we see it on a on a bigger scale like on the news outlets and on the social medias and all that stuff like that because it it's like I don't know, it's it's like being told you ain't shit repeatedly over and over again to your face. It's like dog, I get it. You ain't gotta keep we ain't gotta keep doing going through this. I get it. Like so I feel like maybe that if you let it to an extent, if you let it, it can mess with it. It'll mess with you and it'll bother you so much, I feel like. Um, so, okay, so... Let me try to revert this back to, the, to cinematic, the cinematic world. I feel like if I was a producer and a director, I'm not going to keep making, regardless of the, the extreme of income, I do know that they have to, they, they got to provide for their families too. So maybe a love story, a black love story, ain't going to sell like a black trauma story will. So mm-hmm. I, I can understand yeah. that, yeah. I can understand that totally. What I don't, I feel like, Every movie or every show that you produce, however, it doesn't have to be a black trauma story. Make one for your family, cool, for, so that you can provide for your people, your family, whatever, cool. But then also understand that we don't have to, we don't have to do this every single time, like, right? It don't, it don't. We already know, like, you don't, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like they can you can maneuver and make a black love story, a black comedy, um, a black family show or series or whatever the case may be without having that pressure of um, trying, to, trying to make uh, a movie that's going to appeal to the masses like, like black Trump. Trump, you know what I'm saying? I think I agree that like there
0: needs to be diversity in, um even there needs to be diversity even within telling black stories like you, it ain't gotta be just either black trauma or slavery. It ain't gotta no, be going yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. cause that is the only thing you, and it's just like, well, damn, can we get cause I know that there was this, I don't know whatever happened to it, but there was this movie that was gonna come out and it was a horror movie with Loretta Devine and somebody else. And it was about like voodoo and stuff. Blair Underwood,
1: yes, I see yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, looked yeah.
0: good as hell yeah, and yes. I, was, I was ready to go spend my money Man. for that. And it was like, damn, like it's stuff like that that it's just like, okay, you wanna ingrain like black people in, into things and in the black structure and the black story into things. It's stuff like that. Why can't we have stuff like that that's not boring as hell, that's not gonna <laughs> put us all to sleep? You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, wh- where that? I don't know whatever happened to that movie, but better believe I was gonna be the first in line. Yeah. And like even with like the Black Panther, she niggas was buying the shiky by the mother. They was spending that check. <laughs> I- That
1: was huge.
0: Okay, that was huge. Niggas bought out whole theaters. Yeah. Just to go and see that movie, and it ain't have a damn thing to do with slavery, or or, or somebody's mama being beat, or, you know, like, It, and it's just like, why can't we have more of that? You know, I think there needs to be more diversity in the writing rooms and, and more people saying, yeah, we already have enough of that. OK, we don't need no more of that. How about let's try this, you know? Yeah, Uh, I
1: agree. Um, I was. <sighs> I agree that's all I'm saying. I agree cause you, you hit everything so yeah I agree now this is what
0: I will ask you too okay so how do you feel as a cause part of what I got from them cause I, I can't say what them was about because at the end of the day like the writers may had a whole different you know yeah they, they may had a whole different meaning from them from what I got but as a black person what I got from them you know was that, you know, trying to assimilate into white culture will drive you crazy. I mean, that is one thing that, you know, my mom and uncles and aunts and great uncles and aunts and grandparents used to tell me all the time. They're going to always find a way to remind you that you're black. Always. No matter how much money you have, no matter how big of a house you have, they will always find a way to remind you that you were black. My mom told me that this morning. And so... Well, my question for you is, how do you, as a black person, I guess, handle being a black man, like, let's say, on the job? Because right now, I am the only black person on my job.
1: mm mm-hmm. um, <laughs> It gets uh, difficult at times, to say the least. Um, like, yesterday, was it yesterday that the the verdict came? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, mm-hmm. so yesterday, um, I'm cleaning I, uh, this this one job I got. I clean office buildings or whatever. So I'm cleaning the office building, um, and there's two two workers that work in the office building in their cubicles and they talk cubicle via cubicles. Yeah, cubicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they're talking um, talking about the verdict. I didn't even know that. I had forgot the time. The verdict came at like 4.30, supposed to come out at 4.30. It was like 5.30 when I heard them talking about it. And I heard them say um, it was two white men. They were going back and forth about how the verdict went. One uh, one of them said that their wife had to leave work early or something for whatever reason pertaining to the case. And the other one said, the other one replied, um, well, I'm glad that it went this way and not the other way because... You know it could have got bad if it went the other way and the other white guy replied to him and said that um what do you mean and he replied back well you know you know how those people can get and get destructive when things don't go their way he was like and you know they're just destructive so it's probably still gonna be that way even though the verdict went in their favor. And the other, uh, the guy he was talking to responded and said, "Um, yeah, and I get it, because, you know, any chance to get a smash a window and get a free TV, shit, I would do the same thing, I understand. And they laughed at it, joked about it, and went on about their days, not knowing that I can hear everything that they saying, because I'm only two cubicles over cleaning. They didn't even know I was cleaning. I didn't say anything to them, as bad as I wanted to. Um, but it's things, things like that when it's when it's um, in your face, but like they don't know that they're saying it to your face or whatever. Whether they whether they know they're saying it to your face or not, lush. Comments and shit like that drives you up the wall. Um, microaggressions of being being in the workplace and being looked at, having being being looked at, and the pressure on you to having to work two times harder or ten times harder or whatever, just to be as nearly as accepted as they are in the workplace. It's things like it gets it gets very tiring. It gets very very um, draining having to go, having to prepare yourself mentally to go in and deal with their attitudes and uh, microaggressions towards you and things like that. Um, What I do, typically I, for the most part, I brush it under the rug. Cause I mean, when I, when I can, and when I feel it's appropriate, I educate. And when I'm, when I'm fed up and I'm tired of it, there's no room for me to educate because I'm ready to fight at that point. So <laughs> I just, I chill. I back off, I chill. Because at this point, you I feel like you too old. Yeah. You yeah. too old for me to be saying yeah. the same shit that we've been trying to tell you for decades. And that's the thing is like, but some of them like, I, like with my
0: coworkers, they tread very lightly when it comes to like racial stuff just because I let my position be known. And I mean, there's not that many people. Like, there's not many people at all in my office. So, but I let my position known, be known. Yeah. Immediately. Just so you know, okay. Before it (laughs) it even
1: slips
0: out of your mouth. This is how I feel about things. (laughs) And so... We never even had that chat that talked nothing because I let myself be known immediately. But what I will say is there have been things said on the job and I'm just like, I'm not about to waste my time to uh, educate you or try to educate you. Because at this point you are 10, 15, 20 years my senior. And as many books as I read, as many articles as I read, as many news stories as I watch, and I know what's going on, Mm -hmm. I know you know. And you're just willfully choosing to be ignorant. That's why I choose not to. I I feel no need to try to educate you because you know at this point what you're doing. Like, you know. Because there's no way that you're 15, 20 years my senior And
1: don't know. Yeah, especially when it's, it's everywhere that you, it's broadcasting. Everywhere that you look and turn around, all you gotta do is just pay attention. That's literally all you gotta do. Exactly. Like, at one point in history,
0: it may have, it may have worked. To be ignorant, it may have worked to say, "Well, I didn't know." But in the age that we are living in, where social media is everywhere, these videos um, are everywhere. You know, the articles are everywhere. There is no excuse. To just say, well, I didn't know, or I don't know. You may not know everything, Mm -hmm. and you may not know, I mean, of course, obviously, you'll never know what it's like to be a black person in society, but to say just simply and blatantly, like, I don't know, or I didn't know, that's a lie. That's just flat-out lie. Because with everything going on and with the way our world is set up, you, you got some idea. You just choose not to
1: know. Yeah. I had to um, take a break from social media because it was all about the, uh, I, every every app that I was on and I kept refreshing it. I just seen a whole lot of the George Floyd case. I seen something about a, a 15, 15 or six a teenage black girl getting I don't know if she got shot or tased or something when she, she called the shot. police and she, and she was getting jumped or something like that. So they called the she called the police or something like that and the police came and shot her or something like that. It's just every everywhere I turn it's it's in it's in my face to remind myself that I ain't shit in this country, in their ass. So I had to take a break from social media um, and news outlets and mm-hmm. things like that just so that I could get my own sanity back and rejuvenate and recharge from uh, this shit. Cause her name her name was
0: Micaiah Bryan. And literally when I tell you I was on the way home from work rejoicing to my mother about you know, you know George Floyd's family finally getting justice. That is literally when another friend of mine called me and told me that this little girl, because they're trying to frame it as this young woman, this is a little girl. She was 15. This is it, it, like a, a, a baby. Like, come on now. Like and I I I watched the I watched the body cam video today. And, you know, I told my girlfriend last night, I said, it is so exhausting being a black person in America. It's so exhausting. We can't even take a day to to celebrate, you know, some sort of accountability. Yeah. We, we, we can't even take one day to celebrate because literally not even... I think it was like... Maybe an hour after the verdict was was told to the public that's when that situation happened. And if you watch the body cam footage, the police officer literally hopped out the car and started shooting and here's my thing because I, I saw some I saw some people trying to um, trying to oh um, uh, what's called what's the word trying to justify it by saying she had a knife. What I will never hear, What I would never hear is you justifying that when Dylan Roof was taken into custody alive in one piece, not with no nothing, nothing. The people from the dam, the people that stormed the Capitol, some of them, and I do mean a tiny bit of them, was taken into custody. Most of them were not. Yeah, you know. And you, it, it, there have been countless. Most of most, it was a Dylan Roof that shot up the church in Ch- um, Charleston. Yeah, thanks, sir. Oh, okay. The, he got He got Burger King on the way home. A mass shooter that shot up a church was taken into custody without a scratch. And you mean to tell me that this little girl called the police to help her? And you jump out the car and start shooting? I don't wanna hear that she had a weapon. I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear that. Because how many stories, cause I could pull it up right now. If we on the computer, I could pull it up right now. How many stories of white people committing some type of crime are there and you take them into custody? I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer was taken into custody with any marks, any bruises, any nothing. And that nigga was eating people. Okay, but you out here shooting a young girl off rip. Nothing, no questions asked, nothing. I don't wanna hear that.
1: Crazy shit is here, you eat. I
0: eat sick, uh... But to wrap this up, my people stay safe, stay vigilant out here because it's hard out here. Okay. Uh, it's hard out here. So stay safe and stay vigilant. And please, you know, if you can, just 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 avoid the street, avoid any type of interaction, police, Because clearly it's not gonna end any, positive. Yeah. And yeah. stay black. Mm? Not that part. <laughs> I'll catch y'all next time. Bye. <laughs>